Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson, and you're listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, we got a special episode today. Uh, you've heard from this returning guest many of times. Uh, he's one of our favorites to have on the show, one of the smartest guys I've ever met. He's also joined by uh, somebody who's new to the show but not to the business. We're talking to, of course, Randy and Jordan Harkema. Uh, gentlemen, how the hell are you? <laughs> Pretty good. Doing all right. Doing all right. Thanks for the, yeah, thanks for the invite. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, guys, uh, we've we've been working together for 10 plus years. Uh, Exergy Performance, of course, one of the sponsors on our show, the legacy sponsors on our show that's always been there, been a part of Diesel Performance Podcast. I uh, want to give a huge shout out to you guys and your business. There's a reason that we always do business with Exergy, and that's because we can rely on getting the high quality common rail diesel performance injectors and pumps and all of the other accessories that go with it and we know we're going to get that same quality product every single time we order it it's what we run in our trucks it's what we recommend to our customers uh, we stand behind them and they stand behind us of course some of our other sponsors wc fab uh Exergy, of course no uh no stranger to the wc fab product line jason worley ryan worley the rest of the, the crew out there of god it's got to be five thousand employees um in a, a two million square foot building might be a slight exaggeration but still it feels that way when you go in there they're another company who does a phenomenal job every single time so we know that when we're working with them uh we're going to get that great fitment we're going to get that high performance product and we're going to get it in any goddamn color we could th- dream up uh because whirly custom powder coating does everything you can do check out the duramax tuner website that's where i work that's where i love to be calibrated power home of duramax tuner.com uh we've just gone through and added a whole bunch of exergy and wc fab products onto the front end of the website so you can shop for all of these great products right at one easy to find place uh and last but not least of course we love working with exergy performance uh wc fab and xdp uh, another company that's uh, been a part of the podcast for a while now. We've always really enjoyed working with XDP. Uh, you should check out their website and see everything that they have to offer because if it could go on a truck, they have it on their website. But for today, now that we've paid the bills, let's talk with Randy and Jordan. Randy, uh, give me a quick update. Uh, what are some of the the biggest stories going on? What are some of the biggest topics you guys have been discussing over at XRG Performance? Okay, yeah, prob- probably uh, in that regard, it's going to be uh, the duster development uh, with Firepunk. Ooh, what is that? Can you can you tell me a little bit about it? Give me a quick overview on it. Okay, all right. So uh, uh, going back some years, uh, of course, we started with the uh, S10 Pro Mod, uh, and Exergy did uh, obviously the fuel system, but also the controls on that. And over the years, uh, it uh, you know, morphed along as we added more and more capability. And then uh, eventually it was the first uh, diesel vehicle to get into the uh, threes in the eighth mile. Um, the uh, platform started with uh, a, a big block uh, layout, and then uh, Firepunk you know, redid it again you know, over the years. So it was more optimized for the, um, the, the, the Cummins that they had uh, uh, put in sorry i'm over generalizing here and that's why i'm stammering rather than the, the minute details but uh, <laughs> uh in any case uh we felt uh, together that we had kind of gotten that uh, truck as far as it could go uh, it was time for kind of a fresh start a clean slate um to push uh, the diesel pro mod uh, class even farther and uh so uh, over a year ago uh 
uh, Firepunk uh, reached out to Reese Brothers uh, Chassis Builders. Uh, they've uh, uh, finished up the chassis uh, earlier this summer. Uh, the last two ODSS events have uh, essentially been shakedown events. And uh, we think we've got most of the bugs worked out of it. We're hoping for big things this weekend at the uh, season closer at Wagler Motorsport Park. Absolutely. So this is, uh, do you remember, I don't remember what year duster this is. This is the Plymouth duster running a Cummins. It's kind of the new thing that we're seeing in diesel is that once you go so fast in a truck, you got to get into a car. Is that right? <laughs> uh, Seems like it. <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, that was part of the thinking, uh, whether that's requirement, uh, still TBD, but, uh, yeah, they are a little sleeker. Absolutely. It's not as much of a brick in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one, right, Jordan? Uh, it's definitely, yeah. and it's a cool, it's a cool fucking style. If I could just say that, I mean, I love these, these older cars coming back into these, these race applications being completely fabricated for nothing, but absolutely ridiculous and unnecessary speed. And there's nothing that I get excited <laughs> about more than that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, true. So so that's some of the wins. That's some of the highlights. Uh, we've also been seeing uh, a, a new topic pop up. I know uh, it's been a concern all throughout the diesel industry, and that's some of the, the copycatting that's going on out there. Uh, th- there's some copycatting that has always happened between competitors. Uh, you might see one company come out with a product, and then somebody, you know, very awkwardly short time after that, another competitor comes out with a very, very similar product. Uh, I've dealt with some fans of mine uh, that go on to uh, our website and and literally just try to go through and uh, bullet by bullet point uh, see what they can replicate from our success. Hey, that's competition. That's just a part of how the how business works. I think we all understand that. Um, you guys, I think, have been hitting with with kind of a new wave of copycatting, uh, especially in the distribution field. Uh, Jordan, can you tell us a little bit about what's been going on? Sure. So we sell the fuel system saver for a CP 4.2 and it's a improved higher uh, filtered M prop going in that for that CP four. And what we've been seeing now is and it. Well, let me back up first. We started getting reports from customers saying, Hey, I bought your product. It's junk what's going on like okay uh well shoot can you send it back and or send a picture and it wouldn't have our logo on it it wouldn't even have our filter on it because we have a two plus layer of 10 micron mesh filter on those on our fuel system savers and these would just have a stock factory uh filter so, okay, well, that's not ours. Where did you buy it through? Oh, well, Amazon. Really? Because <laughs> to our knowledge, none of our dealers sell them through Amazon. It does turn out no limit fabrication does sell one through Amazon. So if you are looking to buy one through there, you could make sure you're buying it from someone who is a reputable Exergy dealer. But there are quite a few... Amazon listings that say fuel system saver or improved MPROP. And that there's even one that uses our name and part number. So we've been trying to battle getting those taken down because, I mean, we still probably get 
couple reports, at least one a month, of someone being like, hey, I bought one that's junk, what's going on? And it turns out it's not even our part. So if you do have one, if you happen to have bought one through Amazon already, make sure you double check. The top of our of the MPROP will have um, our logo laser etched in the top, and it will have that 10 plus, or two layers of uh, 10 micron mesh fitting, or filter on it. See, this is this is just such a tragedy when I think about this. So, the, the these fuel system savers are an amazing part, by the way. So, if you have an LML, you have a CP four point two. That's your high pressure fuel pump. Uh, that's the pump that takes fuel from the tank, pressurizes it up to like something crazy, like I don't know what are you guys thirty one, thirty two thousand psi, and then pumps it out through the common rail, uh, and then that's what feeds your injectors. The problem Correct. with CP fours is they fail. And when they fail, uh, for whatever reason, usually blamed on debris, I think is the most common failure cause. Um, what was happening is these things would just shred apart. The gears, the metal inside would shred apart and it would fly through your injector lines, through your rail, into your injectors. We had guys have their whole fuel system wiped out because the CP4 went bad. So Exergy said, hey, there's a problem we know how to solve. You came out with this awesome very affordable uh, M-prop or, or fuel system saver to put on. So you take out the factory one, you put their, the Exergy one on, and now if, God forbid, you do have a failure, you know that you're not going to wipe out the fuel system. Now, we've sold tons of these. We, we love this product. It, it's run on every shop or employee LML here in the company uh, since they've come out. We sell them to our dealers who sell our tuning and things like that. People love this this solution because considering it's, I think, 1400 bucks for a new CP4 just by itself, um, mm -hmm. you're obviously a lot, it makes a lot more fiscal sense to go and get a, a, an extra G fuel system saver. So can you imagine the guy who has spent the money, gone out and done the work, it's not like a huge install, but it's still time, uh, gone out, done the work, and then had it fail. I just, God, what a crushing feeling to then turn around and find out you cheaped out. Like you cheaped out on an affordable part. <laughs> yeah. How much right. are the knockoffs? Are the knockoffs significantly cheaper? Because I think you guys don't kill so, me for yeah. saying the wrong price. Do you guys want to say the price here? Sure. Uh, ours retails. I don't have the number out off the top of my head. Do you have it? That's right. Yeah, two fifty, two sixty. If I if I remember. That sounds right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, the ones that I've seen on Amazon, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've seen them as low as ninety something. Yeah. So like the lowest one I've seen listed was ninety bucks, and that, and then they usually range from that ninety to about one fifty, one sixty. Yep. The listing that is up claiming to be our part is close to our retail price. It's slightly lower. I think they listed it for like four thirty, or sorry, two thirty five, or something like that. But, I mean, you can go into the comments and then see, hey, wait a minute, I got a stock part. So there are, you know, there is enough attention now. We've posted it on our social media a couple times telling people to keep an eye out if they do buy through Amazon to check them. So it does seem like people are starting to at least become aware of the, this problem. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I guess it's one of those that to just go on somebody's website and hijack the listing, just steal the pictures, copy and paste the product numbers, copy and paste the name, throw it into an Amazon listing. Like, if you want to be a scumbag, that's a pretty good way to achieve <laughs> yeah. that goal. Um, but but to get a stock known failure-prone part back 
and to put it on, right. I just couldn't think of anything that would piss me off more. Right, right. So what do you do about this? When you come across something like this, Randy, uh, you, you've been running Exergy for a long time. Uh, how do you handle a problem like this as a manufacturer? Well, going into it, uh, we did apply for a U.S. patent, and uh, we did get it. Uh, so the the filter itself, the way that we make it and, and the specs on it are, are patented, so that's good. Um, but we actually, uh, it turns out, the more we looked into this, uh, need a few more uh, need a few more protections uh, to, to really enforce it for whatever reason, uh, via per Amazon anyway. Um, and uh, we, we've gone out and we've uh, got those, and we're working with Amazon right now to try to get these taken down. What a pain in the ass! What what a <laughs> what, what a kick in the shins, man! I mean, I mean, because you did what you're supposed to do, right? You went out, you got a patent, you sell it through a trusted dealer network. Uh, yep, yep. I, I would say most of your guys' dealers have been dealers for a long time, right? I mean, everybody right. I know that sells Exergy products has been selling them for around a decade plus right yep true (laughs) now is this so so you're not like like i think we all remember when fast found people selling products under map um that is a company who takes map enforcement more seriously than i take religion uh they're they're real about it um which is fine that's no sweat off my back right um are you are you looking to go out and and try to expose some of these accounts do you take screenshots of the accounts and say don't buy from these guys we have and yep. and, and, and posted them yep uh, amazon like you say we're we're trying to check all the boxes that they want to see uh before they take the sites down uh we're, we're making good progress on it uh, so uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, I, I, we haven't really been given any time frames, but uh, um, I, I do feel like the wheels are in motion that uh, at least on that product, uh, they'll start coming down here eventually. Have you seen this happen on any of your guys' other products? Not to this extent where it's it, no, this is complete a- knockoff, you know, claiming to be ours. I mean, you'll have the occasional person saying, I bought your injectors, and then turns out they're not ours. But that's more of, you know, a, someone who bought them selling them to somebody else. Or, you know, that's a whole secondhand deal. It's not ever a direct from manufacturer problem. Right. But we... we so, yeah, the answer is yeah, and kind of along the lines that uh, Jordan mentioned, this is by far the, the biggest one we've ever run into. But just, I guess, as another uh, uh, public announcement, uh, we have had pumps come in. We have had sets of injectors come in uh, where people have forged our uh, test documentation. Uh, in other words, the, the, the hardware will come in and we'll, we'll be able to tell by looking at it uh, that it's not ours. But they'll say, yeah, well, I, I got it with this uh uh, cal sheet and whatnot. We'll look at the cal sheet, and it, you know, uh, if you didn't look at them all day every day, you, you probably wouldn't catch it. Uh, but there's a lot of subtle things that on it just don't add up. Um, the work order number, you know, will either be a duplicate of another set that we've done, or it's uh, or it's not our work order number at all. Uh, we we have seen that happen as well. So people. Uh, are taking sets, uh, either they're modified or they're not. Uh, they're basically creating a false pedigree and selling it as ours. Uh, we, we have seen that as well. 
What a low-level two-bit crime. Who, (laughs) Who knocks off their forging calibration sheets? I just yesterday was talking about how, okay, don't take offense to this. I've worked in the industry for 10 years. I've looked at a million of these, these calibration sheets that you guys provide with your injectors. There's never been one I looked at and said, wow, that's interesting. (laughs) It's, it's just like, like who they're good. Like to me, I'm just like, oh, I know the brand. I know these guys, like they're good. Right. But I got, if you were like new to the industry and maybe you had had some bad experience with, with other injector shops and you, you had a, I don't know, fucking engineering degree and 10 years of diesel performance hobbyist like in your blood that you would care to sit and down and read a calibration sheet. Um, but other than that, it's like most consumers, it's like I look at it and I see the green and I go, well, that must mean it's good. Let's get them in the truck. <laughs> right, right. right. Yep. What yep. else? Like, who, who, I, I just, I, I, I almost admire the, the, shoddiness of or just the enthusiasm to be like yeah man i know exergy is the best but i'm gonna sell you know these ones i drilled out with a, a fucking drill bit in my garage and i'm just gonna copy and paste a cal sheet off of line like that's just crazy yeah. to me how much more could say, you have made how when you were selling the injectors is the asshole who sold the injectors for profit and forged it how much more money did you make by doing this <laughs> right especially for secondhand stuff. I mean, they do say imitation is the purest form of flattery. So, I mean, I guess that means we're somewhere, but <laughs> yeah. not have to no, that. yeah, no, that sounds really good when it happens to somebody else. Right. Um, <laughs> man. All right. So Chinese knockoffs in the market and it's not just Chinese knockoffs. I mean, I mean, let's be honest, right? Like, like we're getting, there, there's, there's always been shady people in the automotive industry, and it's not gas, diesel, bikes, cars. It doesn't matter. There's always been shady people in the automotive industry. How do consumers, what's your best advice? How do they find, like, a definitely guaranteed to be Exergy authorized dealer? The uh, Good question. Um, we're working on uh, an updated dealer list. I'll admit what's on our uh, web right now is, is pretty dated. Um, other than that, uh, looking at the uh, packaging when it comes in, uh, should have a a label on it with our logo. Uh, also all our products, uh, have our logo on them somewhere. Um, different injector designs have it in different places, but all, all of our injectors and pumps are uh, etched with our, our logo in it. All pumps have a serial number, uh, stamped in them. Of, uh, I got to say, though, I ha- we have seen uh, pumps with uh, forged stampings, too, to be honest. Forged uh, stampings. Yeah. We can tell by looking at them that uh, just the spacing between the characters and the character fonts aren't the same as what we use. But uh, now that I, I mentioned that, I, I got to say we, we've even seen that before t- as well. Uh, that is so, yeah. more People effort than I could think of putting into scamming somebody. <laughs> just yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's, 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 uh, it comes down to working with a reputable dealer uh, to make sure that uh, you get the genuine stuff. I, I'm, I, I hate to say it. I, I, I wish it wasn't the case. No, I mean, I mean that's, that's one of the... One of the realities I think I've seen uh, in the aftermarket world for a long time, right? Uh, we all remember companies that, you know, we mentioned Fast earlier. They've they've made videos calling guys out for for breaking the rules, and 
for some shady business practices. And I think we've all seen a lot of flash in the pan diesel shops open and close, especially back in the days when deletes were real big. You know, you're mm-hmm. around 08, 2012, anywhere in that, that span. You could just open a shop and write diesel performance on the front door and guys would just come and drop off their trucks and have them deleted. Or you could put out a little, you know, 12 by 12 placard that said six liter repair and and your parking lot was full. Um, Frank's was sad. Yeah, right. It, it, there's just, there, there just was easy that you could go to Harbor Freight and, and get $500 worth of tools and, and you could be a diesel mechanic there for a minute. So, okay. so during those times, we saw a lot of guys who were misdiagnosing trucks. They were installing parts incorrectly. They were selling the shittiest products underneath map pricing, which hurts or hurts all of the small businesses that are involved in this. You know, we don't have like Holly's not a big player in diesel performance, right? Well, I guess with edge with maybe some of the box tuners, but for hard parts, there's not really any mega giant corporations like for hard parts, like injectors or tuners or turbos or anything like that, you might have some larger companies, but they're all still privately owned, essentially small businesses. Um, so when you yeah. go out there and you start screwing around with, with the whole game of, of undercutting the market and selling knockoff products and shit like that, it really just it, it washes out a lot of really great potential enthusiasts who just want to have a good time with their truck. Right. I agreed. Agreed. It, it, it makes us sick sometimes the stuff that gets uh, sent here for a, you know, a health check, so to speak, uh, because people think it's ours and then we find this out. Now, do you still do you still run a baseline test when you find out it's not yours? Like it shows up and it's got a, you, you know, I'm, I'm not going to call anybody out, but it's, it's got a clearly not your injector, but somebody needs a baseline. Do you still clean it up and baseline it? Most of the time we will. Yeah, because, uh, okay, baselining, we're just doing an exterior clean and then we're seeing if the performance is good enough to you know be in an engine and, or, or not. Um, so w- most of the time we, we will at least do that for them to let them know where they're at. If it's plainly smoked, then no. I mean, if your stator's melted off, probably not going to be able to baseline it. Well, that sounds like some really shitty customer service, Jordan. Maybe just take a step back as the young man in the room and let the adults talk. No, I'm just playing. Of course, yes. Yes, if your shit's broken in half, I can't. There's no There's no testing I can do for a, for a melted, melted injector. I'm with you on that one. All right, man. I, you know, it, it's funny because I think we've talked before. We've had, had you on the show, Randy, and uh, Jordan, I've talked with you a, a good handful of times. Um, injectors and pumps, this has always kind of been considered like the voodoo of diesel performance, right? It's like the guy who says he knows everything about about diesel is then like, yeah, but uh, injector questions, we're going to kick those over to Randy and, and the boys at Exergy because it, it, there's so much that's unknown, right? It's such a, a crucial, integral part of any performance build. Uh, but there's very little understanding about how all the pieces go together and, and what goes into a high-quality ejector. So just while I got two experts on the phone, uh, can one of you just kind of give me a rundown? Like, what is the difference between a high-quality, call it, you know, 30% over-injector and a low-quality 30%? Okay, boy. Uh, just to summarize, I, I'd say uh, it, it, a lot of it has to do with what you start with. Um the, the more reputable companies in the business and uh, actually being one of them, uh, we start with genuine products right from Bosch itself. Uh, whether that's Remen or new, uh, 
that I haven't seen uh, uh, new obviously speaks for itself, but when it comes to remand, uh, from everything that we've seen, they're pretty much uh, as good as new. Uh, Bosch replaces any sort of wear part or anything that moves gets gets replaced. So essentially, they're they're yeah they're about the same as new when you uh, get them. Uh, so the, the, a good foundation is is a, a big thing. Uh, the next uh, thing uh, kind of comes down to uh, the equipment that does the modifying. Um, for that, we've pretty much uh, re tooled ourselves over the last couple of years when it comes to all the equipment that we use to uh, modify the injectors. It's all, it's all new equipment. The capabilities are even better than what we uh, started life off with uh, some uh, 18 years ago. Um, we also, in the last uh, year and a half, uh, put in all new calibrators. This is all stuff that uh, I, I, we haven't really banged the drum on at all, but uh, probably will start moving forward. Uh, but Obviously, if you total it all up, it's multiple seven figures worth of investment. And it's just so that at the end of the day, our quality stays ahead of the of all our competitors. Um, you know, people weren't crapping about our quality, but we saw that as being a pivotal uh, basis that we basically sell on and uh, wanted to make sure that uh, we had that insured for years to come. So between the equipment itself uh the people that uh qualify it to run and the training that goes into the operators uh yeah major investment and a lot of times people ask me what have you guys been up to the last you know two years year and a half and uh i'll tell them that it's it's all been internal yeah you may not have seen us do a lot of uh new product intros uh, stuff like that it's because pretty much all our capacity was dedicated to that uh that overhaul and upgrade so uh, huge investment there. That's awesome. I, I love that. You, you know, hey, it's it's always great to have something flashy, you, you know, going on. Uh, uh, trust me, I, I had up a lot of new product launches over here at Duramax Tuner, um, and those are fun. But when you can have the infrastructure laid out to be able to continue to raise the bar in the industry, I think that's really what sets you guys apart, it, you know, is, is – Extrogy performance is the bar for high quality injectors. So if you continue to raise that bar before people are catching you, uh, I just think that puts you just one further step a foot ahead. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Thanks. That's the that's the strategy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with that, uh, we it, we went through and uh, updated, upgraded all process documentation. So every product has a process and uh, uh, a defined uh, recipe not that it didn't before it's just we we found with covid <laughs> that uh we have to uh make sure that we to, to stay nimble and to keep up with everything uh we have to have a processes broken down to a degree that we can train quickly is what it, uh, when I say quickly, that's a relative word. Uh, uh, <laughs> efficiently, yeah. Okay, efficiently, quickly. Um, uh, I'm going to back up here for a second, give you a little bit more background. So uh, let's say uh, pre-COVID, and at least here, um, to adequately train uh, a calibrator operator, uh, depending on you know how fast that guy can pick up on things. It was easily six, eight months. So that means for six to eight months, he's there with a trainer running uh, injectors uh, together all day, every day. And, of course, there's a handoff process over that time frame. Um, 
COVID hits, uh, personnel is a little, you know, becomes a factor. Um, now you've got to bring in new personnel and get them up to speed. Um, that, that, that's a, uh, yeah, <laughs> that six to eight month time frame that you've got to tie up, uh, you replace the guy that left plus tie up another guy. Uh, now it's a, not only is it a big investment, but it, it'll, it'll slow you down. So, uh, we're trying to, uh, protect ourselves against that as well by, uh, basically another huge investment in all of those uh, work instructions. So w w I brought that up because uh, quality then um, should go hand in hand with that as well. Um, as we uh, revise all those uh, work instructions, all the uh, quality requirements are, are updated. Everyone gets uh, exposed to them um, in another manner uh, because in the end, um, th where I'm going with this is we put in more measurables and more tracking um, uh, key product uh, characteristics um, that I get tracked now with every set that comes through. I always love to see that, you know, I mean, that's, that's the mark of innovation, right? Is it's easy. I think sometimes, especially maybe for, for guys on your side of the world that are more engineering minded uh, to look at a product and say, well, here's all the pieces that could be better, but it really takes, take some time to step back and look at your processes and say, well, this is where we could find the room for improvement, right? So if we're looking at training people at a quicker pace, but still maintaining these extremely high levels of quality, here, here's the processes, here's the resources that need to be put in place to make that happen. Uh, that's one of the things that, you know, like, you, like we talked about before, that really keeps going. Uh, that's the stuff that pays off over the long term. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that—that's our gamble. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty confident in it. I, 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 you know, I see it as uh, something that uh, is just a part of uh, uh, being who we are. Uh, not so much a gamble, but I like it. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I definitely appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to be able to talk about some of these hot topics in the industry right now. Uh, if people want to find out more about Exergy Performance Products, where should they go? Boy, at the moment, so we have our Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there at Exergy Performance, and we are working towards building a new website. We know it's old; it needs to be updated. We hope to have that launched by the end of the year. With that uh, descriptions, application, all of that, uh, we'll get uh, moved a lot further down the road than we are right now. I love it. All right, guys. Thanks again. Listeners, this has been Paul Wilson. Check in with us every week for Diesel Performance Podcast. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. The best way I could do a podcast, I've learned. <laughs>